906 Rewards Club, Mackinac Island's key to savings. 906 Rewards Club is Mackinac Island's most encompassing savings program. Earn and redeem rewards for lodging, dining, bike rentals, and even our world-famous fudge. Whether you are planning a romantic weekend getaway, a quick day trip with friends, or a family vacation, join today for immediate access to members-only vacation packages, dining specials, and events. So how does it work? Receive and redeem rewards at any participating location. Bank 10% of your Island House bike rental fee and rewards. Redeem towards a sweet treat at Riba's Fudge Shop. Join today for immediate access to exclusive offers and savings. See what all the talk is about. Register now at 906rewards.com and earn $5 towards your first purchase. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. everyone welcome to totally Mackinac Island I am your host Heather and um, today is a very exciting episode I will get to that in a moment I did need to share with you all I know that I had shared in the past that I received a KitchenAid mixer and um, for Christmas and because I've fallen in love with baking and my obsession with baking shows and I am happy to report that I am loving it even more than I expected it's kind of my way of relaxing. Um, it's a challenge to figure some things out, but I find it fascinating to understand why some things go well with others. So we really like to watch a lot of different food things. We've actually been on a kick of diners, drive-ins, and dives. Um, and on Netflix, they had an interesting series on, and of course, I had to start watching it. It's only been the very first episode that we watched, but it's called Chef's Table Pizza. And it was so, the first episode was about Chris Bianco. I had never heard of him. And this was fascinating because they talk about how the best tasting pizza that this food critic came across was in Arizona. And it is such a fascinating episode because this man, his whole history and how he went in to pair the foods and right down to like almost like farm to table with pizza. But his love of it from uh, growing up in the Bronx for knowing Italian families and making the mozzarella and doing all of it beyond fascinating. There is a pizza that he makes that has got rosemary, red onion and pistachios on it. No idea. I normally would be like, ah, it looked amazing. I'm, and we got, of course, on the website and it said, you can have it set here. I'm guessing it's probably frozen. I'm highly considering doing that. Anyway, I wanted to share that with you all that it is taken on a whole different level than what I ever thought, but I love it. So today's episode is a great, fantastic interview that I was lucky enough. Um, I've made some connections with the uh, family that owns Island House, Ribus Fudge, Pancake House, Mary's Bistro. Um, and 
working with them, they introduced me to um, Andrew and Emily, who will be on in a moment. But I wanted to go into a little bit about some of the history beforehand. And they do discuss it, but I thought, eh, we all like a good little history lesson. So, um, Ribas Fudge, and I do say this to them. When I first saw Ribas, I called it Ribas. I have called it Ribas for years, and we do just talk about how that is a common mistake. I think it was because I grew up with Reba McIntyre as a country artist. So, going into that, um, I don't know when I realized that's not what it was called. So, anyway, it is not Ribas, it is Ribas Fudge, okay? And throughout doing this podcast, I have figured out some of the families that have such rich history there. And of course, a name that you hear a lot of is Dowd's because, you know, Margaret Dowd, the mayor, Dowd's Market. There's so much history there with that. Another name that I have heard a lot about is Calliwort. And this is going to be this family that I'm talking about right now. So on their page, which we will get into all of this, um, it is the Calliwort and Riba family history. And I'm just reading off of where it's, um, when you go on there, it will you can find an area that goes into the history and tells you a little bit more about it. All right, so here's what they have to say. Over the last century, the Ryba Calliwort family has been busy building a successful family legacy on Mackinac Island. What started as a single sweet shop back in 1936 has grown into a booming collection of unique businesses that showcase the charm of Mackinac. With the historic Waterfront Hotel, a few locally inspired restaurants, a quaint bed and breakfast, and a colorful bike shop, along with the famous fudge shops across the island, the Ryba Calliwort family's hospitality has helped make Mackinac Island one of the most popular summer destinations in America. Starting back in 1936, a sweet beginning. The sweet start of Ryba family history and handcrafted confections began on Detroit's east side of the corner of Jefferson and Chalmers. This is where Harry Ryba, known as the original fudge king of Mackinac Island, opened his first sweet shop. This marks the beginning of a decadent family legacy. 1946. Second Detroit location opens. In 1946, Harry Ryba went on to open a second Detroit location where he honed his craft as a master fudge maker. The following year, Harry finds himself slightly irritated by a loud but driven tween selling newspapers in front of his store. Impressed by his drive and determination, he hires the ambitious Victor Calliwort. 1957, the family legacy is born. Harry and his wife, Ethel, had six children. High school sweethearts, Raina Ryba and Victor Calliwort marry in 1957. The following year, Victor and Harry officially become business partners. All right. In 1960, the official sweet treat. Ryba's fudge begins to take off when the ambitious pair start peddling their signature fudge at events, festivals, and fairs. Most notably, the Detroit and Chicago auto shows. Ryba's remains the official sweet treat of the marquee event known as the North American International Auto Show until 2019. All these events and venues continue to grow, as does Ribas. 1960, Mackinac Island Fudge. As demand for their famous mouth-watering fudge skyrocket, Harry puts Victor in charge of opening their first shop on Mackinac Island. The Corby Building at 730 40... Hello? 
7340 Main Street is purchased in 1960. And space in the Denny Building at 7245 Main Street is leased in 1963. They begin to handcraft their creamy, delicious fudge in the storefront windows, luring island visitors to watch as confectionery artisans pour the molten chocolate from the large copper pots onto the marble slabs. Harry coins the term fudgies, his affectionate name for the visitors seeking the sweet treats in Ryba's signature pink box. The move to Mackinac Island proves to be an excellent start for the family as they continue to grow. In 1963, the Pancake House, a tra traditional breakfast spot that serves hotcakes long after conventional breakfast hours, is added in size. Dennehy Building and Riva's Bike Shop opens in the vacant lot next door. 1965, Lakeview Hotel Acquisition. In 1965, the Lakeview Hotel, a 36-room property downtown, is purchased. In 1983, the hotel expansion of the Pilot House restaurant and addition of the 49 rooms begins and is completed two years later. Harry Riva owns the stately property until 1992. In 1967, the Bicycle Drive-In Snack Shop is built on 7463 Main Street. Over the years, this location becomes the Dockside Restaurant and in 2004, Mary's Bistro, the Drought House, is added next to the Bistro making it Northern Michigan's largest selection of craft beers with over 50 taps. In 2015, Mary's Bistro and the Drought House are connected to form Mary's Bistro Drought House. 1968, Lakeview Transit Company is started. Harry opens Lakeview Transit Company with three boats. He remains in passenger and freight transportation businesses until selling of the transit company to Bill Scheffler in 1971. Lakeview Transit grows into what is now known as Shepler's Mackinac Island Ferry. 1969, a landmark decision. Aside from a brief, brief occupation by the MRA in the 1940s, the Island House sat vacant, deteriorating so much that the chairman of the Mackinac Island State Park wanted it torn down. Harry and Victor recognize the hotel's historical significance and rescue the Island House from pending demolition. Together, they paid $60,000 to buy rights to the hotel from the owners and lease the building from the Park Commission. In the words of Victor Calliwert, When we got the keys to the building in July 1969, I was amazed at what I found. A box of keys with no names and no door numbers on them. Nothing. I went through the hotel, and when a key opened a door, I left it right in the lock. I would open one door and find six rooms behind it. That's if you called them rooms. When we took over the building, it had over 200 guest rooms. In 1972, the Island House reopens. Every step was taken to maintain the striking architectural features of the Island House Hotel's beautiful exterior during the family's two-year renovation process. On June 23, 1972, the Island House reopened with a spirited celebration. The completely revamped hotel debuted with 98 rooms. Today, the hotel boasts 94 rooms, as some of the smaller rooms have been combined and other rooms were removed to install an elevator for improved um, accessibility. The hotel becomes a landmark. On August 11, 1973, the state of Michigan anointed the Island House Hotel as an official Michigan historic landmark. When a building becomes classified as a landmark, it, it is because it is given value to the public, which means it will receive special consideration when it comes to the building's preservation. This was a huge victory for Riva Calliwert family. 
Harry and Riva, Harry Riva and Victor Calliworth divide the company into two entities, with Riva taking ownership of Lakeview Hotel and Riva's Bug Shops and the Orphan Corner Mall. Calliworth assumes ownership of Riva's Fudge Shops, Island House Hotel, and Pancake House. Victor and Raina's son, Todd, 27, replaces Victor as general manager of the Island House Hotel. This allows Victor to expand his role overseeing all the Calliworth businesses. In recent years, Todd Calliworth has taken over the helm and CEO of filling his father's larger shoes. New fudge shop in the Selma building. Victor leases the space for an additional Ribus fudge in the Selma building at the end of the former Arnold Line Ferry Dock, as well as the Harbor Place building adding Fred's Burger Joint and Ribus Ice Cream Parlor to the first floor and studio suites above to lease on these businesses ends in 2012 and the Selma building is, is sold. A 45-bed building known as Georgetown is built to house additional seasonal employees. A welcome addition to the 17-bed building for seasonal housing known as Brownsville that they had built in 1990. 1995, the addition of the annex. After extensive renovations during the 1980s, the following notable change for the Island House came in 1995. The property undergoes an extensive archaeological dig to assure that there were no burial grounds or fossils, clearing the way for the first addition to the historic hotel since 1912. A 5,400-square-foot annex is added to the grounds behind the original structure to house an indoor swimming pool, hot tub, three guest suites, and ice house bar and grill, named after Mackinac Island's oldest ice house located on the northwest corner of the property. The 1852 girl room is remodeled. Modern amenities such as telephones and cable division are added to the hotel guest rooms. 1996, Harry Riba's passing. Harry Riba, known affectionately as the Fudge King of Mackinac Island, perishes at 88, leaving behind his wife of 64 years, Ethel, and passing his title on to Victor, who in turn teaches his children and grandchildren the mastercraft ensuring the legacy lives on. 1997, Ribas opens new locations in Chicago. Ribas Fudge Shops open in McCormick Place, Chicago, Illinois. The following year, a shop is added to Chicago's famed Navy Pier. These shops provide Ribas um, delicious sweet treats in the Windy City until 2017. New shop in French Outpost Building. Ribas Fudge Shops open in the French Outpost Building on Mackinac Island. This, shop's rem this shop remains a fixture on Grand Avenue until 2015. 2002, Starbucks comes to Mackinac Island. Ribas Fudge Shop purchased the building at 7308 Main Street. In 2006, the building is torn down and rebuilt to bring Starbucks to Mackinac Island. Opening in 2007, the cafe is one of the only handful of locally owned and operated Starbucks globally. 2004, Mary's Bistro Drought House opens. In early May of 2004, Mary's Bistro Drought House opens in time for island summer's season. Excuse me. The restaurant was named after Victor's oldest daughter, Mary Calliward, who has always been passionate about delicious cuisine and wine. Today, Mary is the COO of the family business overseeing operations throughout downtown. 2009, Raina's passing. Raina Riba Calliworth, Victor's beloved wife of 52 years and daughter of Ethel and Harry Riba, passes away at 71. In 2014, a spring trail named Arch Rock on Mackinac Island is dedicated to her memory. 2010, bike rentals added. 
Island House Bike Shop is added to the Island House Hotel, offering 50 bike rentals. 2014. 1852 grill room renovated. Named after the year the Island House was first built, the 1852 grill room was revamped to add stunning floor-to-ceiling windows to showcase the gorgeous bay view by updating seating in the dining room, lounge, and outdoor patio. Today, it is the most popular casual fine dining restaurants in Mackinac Island. 2017 new acquisitions Mackinac Island's oldest operating hotel the Island House one of the only two historic hotels in America in the Straits of Mackinac area area celebrating the 165th anniversary everyone's favorite Mackinac Island watering hole the Seabiscuit Cafe as well as the 14 guest room bed and breakfast known as Pine Cottage are purchased 906 Rewards Club 2018 new easy savings program to offer island visitors the opportunity to earn spend-like cash rewards for food, drinks, hotel rooms, and mostly important fudge, the 906 Rewards Club Loyalty Program is added. Today, it is Mackinac Island's largest saving program. 2019, the Corner Shop. Riva's Fudge Shops opened their cornerstone location in the May Building at 7314 Main Street, adding the fourth fudge shop on Mackinac Island. And then let's see here. In 2019, the Island House um, opens with the completion of a $4 million multi-year renovation of guest rooms, bathrooms, an ice house barbecue. An outdoor hot tub is added to the deck overlooking the Mackinac Island State Park. The following year, Island House Hotel is chosen as one of the top 10 Midwest hotels by Condé Nast Traveler. 2020, legendary family Historic Hotelier of the Year. The Colliwurt family is awarded the honor of Legendary Family Historic Hotelier of the Year by the Historic Hotels of America for their commitment to the preservation of Island House Hotel. 2022, Victor and Raina's children, Todd, Mary, Anne, and Greg, and their children can be found working in various capacities throughout the family businesses. At any given time, you'll find multiple generations of the extended Calliwurt Riva family working inside of their many business ventures. What started as one sweet shot on Detroit's east side has now become a thriving family legacy. With the historic Island Hotel, 1852 Grill Room, Ice House Barbecue, Riva's Fudge Shops, Mary's Bistro Drought House, Pancake House, Pine Cottage Bed and Breakfast, Seabiscuit Cafe, and Starbucks. Last year, sadly, Victor Colliwurt passed away. And after learning all of this history that goes along with it, I know that the island has lost a true gem, um, but it the family has done a fantastic job of keeping the history up. So this leads me into, after that very long segue of the history, because there's so much, there's so much more to it, but this is just off of their page. Highly recommend you check it out. I, of course, will have the link in the show notes in the blog for you to go to. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to, this is Andrew and Emily Calliwurt. He is the grandson of Harry Riba, and they are going to go into talking about even so much more history along with what their roles play on Mackinac Island. So enjoy. All right, everyone. Welcome to Totally Mackinac. And today I want to um, welcome Andrew and Emily from Riba's Fudge. So I'm going to ask you guys, I don't know if you want to do it, each one of you, uh, because the first question I always like to ask everyone, what your Mackinac Island origin story is. So 
Um, if you want to each individually do it, if you want to do it together as a couple or how you met, whatever works for you, we can just go into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll kind, of, we'll kind of tag team it. So Okay, sounds um, great. So, so my name is Andrew Keller. I'm the great-grandson of Harry Riva, who started Riva's Fudge Shops, um, and grandson of uh, Victor, and it's my uh, wife, Emily. Yep, we just got married in uh, the end of October. Uh, we this this will be my this upcoming season will be my sixth season. Andrew's obviously been on the island his you know uh, every season for his whole life, um, but yeah. this will be my sixth season coming up. And we met my first season. Um, we like to just say on the sidewalk because maybe it was outside <laughs> of a bar, maybe it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we were a little bit worse for wear when we first met, but we decided uh -huh. to see each other in the light of day uh, a couple of days later and have lunch together. And we've pretty much been together ever since. So. Um, yeah, so now I, uh, I, uh, I'm the general manager of the Seabiscuit Cafe. This will be my third year being over there. Um, and uh, I run the Pancake House, and it'll be my third year there, too. Yep, wow. yep. During the wintertime, we, we handle all the mail orders for Ribus Fudge Shops. Um, so a little bit, a little bit more low-key, um, but definitely still fun to be involved in all things Mackinac during the winter. Definitely. Are you guys on the island now, or do you not live on the island year-round? Nope. So we, uh, we, we live on the island for the better part of seven months out of a year. Um, okay. And then we, we come down to uh, Gross Point, uh, oh. just, outside of, just outside of Detroit. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we, have a, we have like a wintertime fudge kitchen. Um, so that's, that's where we are during the wintertime. Yeah, nice. and the whole, the whole family lives in the area. So wherever you go, you can't really, even if you wanted to, get away from them. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on, on the island, we all obviously live within probably a mile of each other. And here, no more than 10. You know, oh, so. wow. Yes. I'm very sorry about the loss of your grandfather this year. Um, for the listeners that don't know, um, um, would you like to tell them a little bit about him? Well, I mean, yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a, he's a Mackinac icon. I like to call him uh, the unofficial mayor because, you know, you'd see him riding through town on his scooter, pointing at everybody, you know, even if he, you could walk up to him, he, he'd act like he knew you even if he didn't, you know. Mm -hmm. Great guy. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he was 85 years old, and uh, he passed away this year. But you know, I'll take that any day of the week. He left, uh, left behind a pretty great legacy. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. He really did, from the sounds of it. So, can you go into a little bit of the history about how Ribus Fudge actually began? Yeah. So uh, it started in uh, 1936 uh, uh, in Detroit on actually uh, Jefferson and Chalmers. It's about 15 minutes from where we are right now. Mm -hmm. um and that's it was, at first it was like a bakery and like a sweet shop we didn't really do um the fudge there until we opened our second um shop i think around 10 years later and that's when um harry met victor harry, uh victor was selling papers outside of that shop and harry was mad but also impressed with his prowess and his you know go get him attitude so he was he was shouting very loudly outside of the shop and uh <laughs> yeah, he would not he would not be ignored <laughs> yeah and so and and so he they went into business together after that and um he married my grandma rena harry's uh -huh. son or harry's daughter excuse me and um they've been they had been in business ever since and in 1959 they uh moved up to Mackinac to 
you know, start real Mackinac Island fudge, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, thank God they did, right? I have to be, I have to be honest. I mispronounced Ribas for the longest time. I called it Ribas. I know. I'm sure. Because mm -hmm. I was like, well, it has to be Ribas. They just spell it with a Y. So mm -hmm. I'm, I don't know if I, if what other, what are some of the other ones that people call it? Do they call it Rebuzz? Do they call it? What most, is most of them call it, most of them call it uh, Rebuzz, but it's the same with like, you know, other fudge shops too. They're all mispronounced. It's kind mm -hmm. of like, like, it's almost Murdoch's like, and... it's almost like you're not coming to Mackinac Island unless you call it Rebuzz. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I would venture to say that more people would call it Rebus and Rivas. Yeah, well. But it makes sense. I mean, I I would probably call it the same. And the best part is when they're like, you know, I've been coming up here since the 70s and I've been <laughs> I've been eating Rebus fudge my whole life. And I'm like, oh boy. Can you share how many locations there are and where are they all located? For somebody that is unfamiliar, it's gonna be a new one coming to the island. Can you share some of that with yeah. them? Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh we have four locations um they're on Main Street. Uh, so one of them we kind of call just the den, uh, and it's attached to the pancake house. So you can, uh, it's a, a one-stop shop there. Uh, we have the corner store, which is located directly next to Starbucks, which is kind of like in the heart of town. Um, very close to there, we have the Corby store, which uh, is directly across from the Seabiscuit Cafe, which is the restaurant that I manage. Uh, and then we have the mall location, which is down near Mary's Bistro, right next to the St. Ignace, um, well, what was Starline Dock, but now the Mackinac Island Ferry Company. Yes. In each store, um, mm -hmm. there is obviously lots of different flavors of fudge. Can yep. you share the different flavors of fudge with everyone, please? Yeah. So uh, just uh, we have during during the winter time, we only have 13 flavors of fudge, but that includes our uh, vegan fudge. I, I say just, but there is quite a, there's quite a variety in there. Um, during our like when we're in full swing for the season, we do have 21 flavors, though. Um, and that starts uh, that's May through October. Yeah, you want us to? You said you want us to list off those flavors. Yeah, I mean, do, can you can you list? Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be great. Yeah. Uh, so we have uh, chocolate pecan, chocolate nona, maple pecan, vanilla pecan, um, peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter, M Michigan cherry, Michigan chocolate cherry, Michigan chocolate cherry. I'm sorry, Oreo I'm, turtle, German chocolate, chocolate sea salt caramel, chocolate mint. Um, the vegan fudge during the summertime, pistachio pecan, strawberry pecan, plain vanilla, um, Rocky Road. Am I missing any? Uh, chocolate walnut. Chocolate walnut. And chocolate macadamia, depending on the availability of nuts. Ooh, yeah. yum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't remember ever seeing, that sounds amazing. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a tough nut to find, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And they're a little pricier too. So that, yeah, that yeah. makes sense with that. But you guys were nice enough to send me because I didn't realize you had the German chocolate fudge. And oh my gosh, that yeah. is amazing. But you also sent maple pecan. And that is amazing too. So great job on those because I mean, those maple, I mean maple is probably our, our one of our top sellers for sure you know you know we i love it, it yeah we make it with uh the maple brown sugar and, and i just sent out 12 slices of it to somebody in like arizona <laughs> yesterday so it's definitely a hot a hot ticket item <laughs> it's it's fantastic it's it's such a um maple is such a unique flavor too because I don't feel like it's too sweet, but it just gives you enough of it. But with the nuts in there too, it, it was, it, I I absolutely, I picked out, I didn't share it with anyone at the house. <laughs> they weren't getting any of my maple pecan. I was not willing to, to do yeah. that. 
Yeah. You got to stand your ground. We understand. You can. And maple can be too much sometimes, too. I think we get it, you know, just right. Yes, I agree. It is. It was a perfect blend. It just hit the spot with that. But there's more than fudge that you guys offer in there, too, that I think that most people think when you go up there to the fudge shops that it's like, oh, it's just going to be fudge. But this is something else that I love about you guys, too, because I love to get some of the other stuff that you have in the store. So can you share with the listener what else you have in the store? So so in online online, first of all, we we do our caramel corn and our peanut brittle uh, and we sell our taffy as well all year round as well as our English toffee. Cashew brittle. Cashew brittle, peanut brittle. And uh, but during the summertime. But uh, summer we do cheese corn. We do um caramel corn drizzled with chocolate. We do um ice cream. Ice cream. Pecan clusters, coconut. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of candies. We make we make clusters. our turtles ourselves. Yeah, there's all sorts of different confections. We do the chocolate covered strawberries. Sometimes we do the caramel apples, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do the caramel apples, chocolate covered Oreos. So it's like there's something for everybody. It's like, you know, you always get one stick in the mud that doesn't want to go in there because they're, you know, but it's like one in Rome, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Go get yourself a pretzel dipped in chocolate and have a good time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys are where we go for our ice cream and the chocolate covered Oreos. I, You know, what? I think I start every day at work with the chocolate covered Oreo. Oh, I think I that's the world get, I want to live in. Yeah. I always stay outside so nobody sees me. But. Yeah, it's, it's, a lot, <laughs> lot of, it's a lot of responsibility having keys to the shop for yeah. after hours because then you go in there and you're like, all right, do I? Nobody can see me. It's fine. We're literally it's, kids in a candy store. <laughs> Yes. I mean, that would be, and I think what's great about the chocolate covered Oreos is that it does like, you don't need, it's like, you don't have to have a lot of them, but it just gives you enough of that sweet kick that you're like, oh God, that is good. And it's not too over coated or anything. I love them. And we were lucky because when we were there in October, the one year before we waited too long and all the ice cream was gone at all the places and i didn't even think about it because it was the last weekend so when we got there this last time we immediately went in you guys still had a little bit more i mean it was still and understandably but we got to because mackinac island fudge is my favorite ice cream to get because if you're going to get in my or moose tracks because you've got the fudge in there so it's great with that um so now the upcoming season is coming for you guys are you currently hiring and um so if somebody is considering maybe coming there is there housing available and what positions do you have available if they're looking for that absolutely we're always looking to add new people to the team um it's that's one of the best things about working on mac island is we meet people from all over the world all you know all over the country all different backgrounds all ages um, so yeah, we're hiring for several of our businesses. Uh, we do have a website, um, just conveniently, Mackinac.jobs. So that's M-A-C-I-K-N-A-C uh, dot jobs. Um, and that will link you directly to all of our businesses. So that way you can apply. Um, and yeah, we're, I mean, we have, we have quite a few businesses, but we're, it's kind of like a, we're, we are a family business. So, um, you know, we all, we're all in the same boat. Um, it's, a, it's a great company to work for, uh, a lot of camaraderie. Uh, it's just, it's a good time. Uh, we ha- we have housing. Um, and it's a great place to have your first job. I mean, yeah. How, yeah. Where, where else would you want to be then, an island where it's 
that's 80%, what, 80% state park? Eight, or yeah, over 80% like state park. I and mean, it's, it's a nice way to meet people too when you first get there. I think a lot of people's trepidation when they first, they're like, well, I want to go work up there, but I don't really know anybody. It's like, well, you're in housing. So whether you like it or not, you're getting thrown in there with them. You're going to work, you're going to, you know, live with them. You're going to play with them. So yeah. I think it's an easy, fast way to make friends. Um, yeah, we, we have it all available. Yeah. So you guys have, you, you said that you manage, Emily, you said you managed the Sea Biscuit. Did you start out working at one of the shops or were you working no, someplace I did not. else? Okay. No. Yeah. I worked, I worked for a Horns bar actually. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, for, the first, for the first three years that I was there. Um, so I, I managed the bar there. Um, and then I, you know, eventually, eventually jumped ship, but um, yeah. 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 And then Andrew with the pancake house, like, did you also work in with the other stores as well too? Like, have you bounced around? I had to start, yeah, I had to start from the ground up. I mean, I, I really wanted to be a jack of all trades when I like finally got out of college and got into the business. So I started actually in Chicago with Starbucks. Oh. And I worked there for four years um, uh, as a, like a shift manager. And then, but before that, like uh, maybe when I, I started at eight folding boxes at 10, they let me start making popcorn. And then as I got older and older, I started to like cook caramel or make caramel corn. Then I cook fudge. I'm actually right now, I just started this week learning how to actually cream it. Like really? To, on yeah. the table actually. Yep. I, I just got on the table for the first time this week. It's kind of a, kind of a rite of passage. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You know, I feel like this is what I have noticed in talking with people that have worked or like were born on the island or have been with the island since they were, they start young. They start mm -hmm. young and they, the work ethic also that everybody has on Mackinac blows my mind. It is mm -hmm. amazing. It is outstanding. I mean, but everybody loves it. They, they don't, you, I mean, sure. You have days that you're probably tired, but they love it. They, they just do it. And it's, I, I love hearing the backstories that you started that at that age. And I just had Robert on from Windermere hotel yeah, and he was talking Robbie. about yeah yeah yes yeah and I he was know. talking about how he worked at the doghouse when he was like 10. so mm -hmm. like hearing you say that is so interesting that you guys because that's what you know and you're excited to do it yeah yeah and, we used to play soccer when me and robert when i was young when we were so younger. He's, he's even bartended for me a couple of times when i need a little help at the sea biscuit so I mean, it's a, and that's the thing is like it is it's a small community and it's like, you know, we we work for the family business, but at the same time, there's a lot of other family businesses. So it's like it, we really there is a, a big sense of community up there, even though, you know, it's a sea of a sea of visitors, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes extremely difficult to navigate, sometimes very frustrating. But at the end of the day, you know, it's the same faces coming back year after year and it. It helps dull the dull the blow, I guess. <laughs> well, I think it speaks volumes when that uh, fire happened and that wedding had to be rescheduled and everybody pulled together to make it still happen. Like that couple wasn't expecting it, but the just reading and hearing about the story about how the entire island pulled together, everybody worked together to make this wedding still happen, to have the reception, move mm -hmm. it, and everything. That yeah. that right there. <laughs> spoke volumes was, about you guys I, I had just closed actually just closed my restaurant and i was riding my my bank down to the island house and i just i rode past it and i was i didn't even notice well, it, was, it at first it was very then, close to the island house yeah. too so a little bit close a little bit close for comfort but yeah. i actually i ironically i i went to that wedding reception i was supposed to go to the 
yeah it, it's it's a it's a long story have, but you, yeah. have you seen the picture of them walking away from it yes yes what yes. a great, what what a a great, great photo <laughs> it really was it was and and then it, it was so like when i i actually cried when i saw the whole thing and just hearing how they went and prayed and then they were so like they were not expecting you guys to do all that you did. And and everybody just started making calls and pulled it all together in such a unique way that it's like, I, I, it it just, to me, that's Mackinac. That's completely how you guys are there. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that it got out there for that reason, because I feel in this world, there's so much negativity. So it was such a great thing to see such a positive view of that and oh, share. Carpet, you know, we just we just had our wedding, and I know I know very well that if something <laughs> catastrophic <laughs> like that would have occurred, I'd be like, you have to be kidding. <laughs> yes. For how long? And then you know, but anyways, it it all works out in the end, you know. So, did you guys get married on the island? No, we did not. So did you know, not. we we love Mackinac Island. It's a very magical place for us, but at the same time, it's like you know, it is again a small town. So it's uh, mm -hmm. you know. My my brother is getting there, married on the island is, this yeah. summer. Yep. Okay. And I think my I think yeah, maybe and, my and cousin as well this yeah. in the fall. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then and then we also have, have actually have some family friends who are also getting married at the island house this summer. So we have a busy summer. Yes, lots of weddings. Lots of weddings happen up there. That is for sure. Um. So if they for people that don't know you don't have to be on the island to just get your your fudge they can order year-round correct yep that's true uh in in the in the united states we ship we ship all over the country we we send you know fudge to the north pole every christmas um so yeah we we sent it i just sent a package to hawaii so really you know all the far reaches we we send it out on the daily it's surprising to me actually how many people are you know in, in california florida you know vermont all sorts of different places that are ordering from you know from our company so i i guess that speaks volumes mm -hmm. i sent one to seattle today and one to vero beach florida so yeah, yeah we, we so we're all, we're out here <laughs> yeah yes that's I mean, very true and um i mean during the christmas season it's the whole family in there you know we get a lot of corporate orders so we're in there just all of us just banging out fudge i'm cooking it my uncle my two uncles they're creaming it and we're just going to town sending out corporate orders um it slows down so it's more just uh me and emily in the shop now and then mm -hmm. when we need to make fudge yeah we ramp up a little bit for valentine's day yeah definitely yes yeah. yeah and i mean um i think too with people ordering the fudge um the best way to keep it fresh is they can just put it in the freezer put it in the freezer mm -hmm. oh my goodness mm -hmm. put it in the freezer we put it on the box um <laughs> but, if you can make it if you can make it last that long and, and yes just for anyone that doesn't know as well okay even if i'm sending even if i'm sending your fudge to san antonio texas and mm -hmm. it is a scorcher your fudge is not going to melt in the package mm -hmm. so when you get it even if it's a little bit soft that doesn't mean it's bad it, you just need to put it back in the freezer it'll firm right up it'll be good mm -hmm. for weeks to come yes yes and what's great this always surprised me whenever i would get my fudge out of the freezer it is not rock hard it cuts no, beautifully so just, just like taking a pint of ice cream out of the fridge for just a minute before you eat it just do that and it'll be perfect ready to go our, yes. our, we make our fudge so it remains creamy no matter what you know yes. you don't want to pull it out of the freezer and have it just break off mm -mm. 
We no. Be, we always smooth to the cut, no matter what. We do get a lot of questions about like wholesale orders, but we don't, you know, we won't, we're kind of keep it to the magna. Yes. And I love that. I think that that is, that gives it an extra little bit of trademark too. Um, you guys have a huge holiday coming up. Is this is with Valentine's day coming up, what are some of the deals that you have to offer for someone um, that is looking to get their special some, someone something? So what, in my opinion, I think our, our best value is our, is our sampler package. You know, you get a little bit of everything. You get two slices of fudge, you get a bag of caramel corn, you get a bag of taffy, and then you also get, um, a box, a ba a, a box of peanut brittle. Yep. Or, yeah. Box of peanut brittle. Yeah. Or, I mean, for people that just, you know, two slices isn't enough. We always offer the, the three slice box, which is a pound and a half of fudge, uh, or the six slice box, depending on how many sweethearts you have. Um, so I think that those are, yeah, those are probably a, our best sellers and B probably the best deals that, that Absolutely. you can get. Right. And, Is, and we have free shipping on anything over $75. Oh, well. that's huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, the taffy is that, do you guys make that as well too? No, we, we, um, buy it. It's made in the UP. Um, uh -huh. taffy is a very labor intensive, uh, thing we get it from Escanaba, so it's only like two hours away. But yeah, we you know we, the rolling and the stuff, and like it's, it's yeah. We we try to we stay true to to the you know to just supporting Michigan, but mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, we just don't have the equipment to make the taffy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, it, it's dangerous as well. So it's hot. Yeah, it's, oh, I mean, is it? Yeah. Making, making, well, making fudge, making peanut brittle, making taffy, any of those things, um, they're, they're not for the faint of heart when you're, mm -hmm. when you're actually making it. It definitely looks a lot, <laughs> it looks a lot more fun in the window than sometimes it can actually be, especially if you make contact with it. Um, it all, it all is very, yeah. <laughs> very hot. I took a, I took a, a bad burn this, this year. Actually. Yeah, did, did you? Yeah. yeah. Is, is the table, when you put the fudge on there, is the table warm or is the table cool? Like, cold. It's cold. It starts off cold, but as throughout the day, as you put more fudge on, they yeah. just, they warm up. And it is it's marble, so it, it stays. That's one of the benefits of using marble because it helps it helps cool it down. Because yeah. obviously, without uh, you know, cooling down the fudge, you're not going to be able to shape it properly. Right. Okay, so let me let me ask you this: with the shaping of the fudge, because this, I mean, you watch it, you, mm -hmm. you watch them make it. Is the continuous motion, is that is that making it so that way it starts to stiffen up? Is that why you keep doing Make that? It, it makes it creamy. It's, yeah, it, no, it, it also cools it. So like you have to get, you have to move, basically move all the fudge so you can cool it all. But that, that motion also makes it creamy. Yeah. Okay. So when you're, can you kind of give us, I mean, obviously not going in and sharing your ingredients or anything like that. Can you yeah. kind of tell the listener how the process is of how the fudge is actually made? I didn't even think of asking that, but yeah, how the fudge goes into being made. Yeah. So, uh, so we weigh, weigh up our, uh, our ingredients on, um, on, um, on a, like, just like an old time scale. And then mm -hmm. we, you know, we put it with, uh, some, um, cream into our kettle our copper kettles, and then it cooks to uh i mean a, like a certain temperature probably around like around 330 or something like that and then we pour it on the table it has to cool for about mm, 10 minutes depending on how warm the table and is you have like metal you have like a little metal kind of like uh like rods that shape it that hold the shape in there enough just to kind of yeah so, so it doesn't, doesn't spill out all over the table good point yeah and then yeah you wait about 10 minutes and then um you you start um we call it creaming it 
and mm -hmm. it's that should take you about seven minutes. Yeah, you have a big paddle, and you're you're yeah. pretty much chasing the fudge around the table is what it, is what it looks like when I'm standing there watching them do it. I personally have never made fudge on the table, but I see it happen every day. Yeah. So um, basically, you know, you're you're chasing the fudge. It's it, it, yeah, it is a lot. It, I being on there for the first time this week. It is a lot harder than they make it look <laughs> they make it look easy and that's how you know that somebody is really good at it it's because they yeah. make well, it look easy well we work with ed, we work yeah. with ed every day as well and ed has been making fudge for 40 you know 40 plus years, <sighs> 43 years yeah 40 plus years for the company so it's like you get in there and you're just like it's it's funny watching him try to teach andrew as well because he's like i'm not really a teacher but victor taught me and this is how <laughs> and this is how uh i'm i'm gonna teach you yeah, like, I can, I can even, I can almost hear Victor in it. It's just, it's so, it's so technical. Like, it's all ingrained in their head. So when they're on the table and doing it, they're just like it's second nature. But yeah. Me, there, I can barely talk while, while yeah. I'm doing it, so I can concentrate. But, um, yeah, you you do that, then you, uh, when it cools down, you start to form it into a loaf, and then slice it. It has to cool. You it has to cool for six or so hours at least okay. before you can even think of selling it because it still is soft and it has to yeah. it has to firm up a little bit just so you can sell it just but, so you can handle it yeah mm -hmm. but yeah yeah and then yeah then know, it's off to then it's off, off to the races race. you know we yeah we, we make and um, around 30 batches every day in the oh summer oh my gosh how many pounds of sugar uh, do you think I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. I yeah. Can't, you can't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Cause I've seen, I've seen the, uh, the like dollies with people. I, I can't even say dollies. It's like wagons of sugar yeah. going through uh -huh. there. And it's, it's insane to think about that, but to, to do, I've made fudge once in my life and it's not the same as what you guys do, uh -huh. but it's very tricky because you have to watch it so closely in the stirring process and all of okay. that because that can run over, burn, all of that. So that- temperature is so important. It, like we we cook it to within a quarter of a degree. Uh-huh. One, yep. a quarter of a degree to get it perfect. Yep, and then you have to get it off the heat and get it on the table because otherwise yep. you could you could go over and, and wreck the batch. So when, um, for the listener that's not ever seen this, mm -hmm. um, when you are taking this huge kettle because mm -hmm. it requires two people it's a, two, yeah, it's, it's a two person job absolutely you have the person cooking it and then the person on the table um and then you grab it you know you guard your hands with the with the, the heat pads there and yep. then dump it in there's like this big it almost looks like a sickle like a big um spatula that's shaped in like a like a like a half circle shape and then uh -huh. you inside of it because you don't want to waste any of the good stuff and yep. get it all out we, the table. we we use literally every scrap of the fudge like the 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 extra that we have at the end of one batch goes straight into the next batch yep. yes don't we, we use literally everything i heard andrew getting reprimanded yesterday <laughs> because he didn't get all the fudge off of like the um, uh, off the knife yeah off was... the knife uh, ed was like ed was like andrew you need to clean he's like well i haven't cleaned it all that yet he goes no i'm saying this should have gone into the scrap we use oh everything. my gosh oh my goodness ed yeah you know yeah and you know it's it's an important that's what you need to, you know it's a it's a it's a like it's you know it's a, my andrew our, needs our, it's our family's craft so andrew you know, needs uh -huh. a little, he needs a little more structure in his life anyways so. <laughs> 
Well, and I think I think in watching him do it, I I just I he, listening to you guys talk about it. I, I guess I always took it for granted watching him do it because, as you've mentioned, they make it look so easy. And I, I going behind the scenes, you don't really think about all that really does go into it, and there's so much involved. But the the flow of every fudge shop up there just is so smooth, and the way they do it, it's 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 like art. It's so fun to watch. You guys have just really done a great job with it. And anybody that's doing it, they're always so happy. They're just like, they yeah. love what they're doing with it too. Mm -hmm. You can't you know? not be on the island. How, how can you, you're working in a place that people dream of vacation. Yes. You know? mm -hmm. yes. And it's fudge. I mean, come on. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. it's amazing. The smell of it, you just, you can't get enough of it. And I always, I like to tell people a fudge game that they go in and they get three different samples from each fudge shop and then they can figure out which fudge is their favorite. But then you're getting all this fudge to try. I've, I'm, we've, I've done it myself, actually. Yeah. You know? you, yeah. You, know, you got you to try Try yeah, we're 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 mm -hmm. happy to give out samples. If uh, if you come in and get three samples, uh, convinces you that we have the best fudge on the island because you actually get to try it. Yeah, uh, where we are all about it. Because, yes, uh, we believe it. Because I think that's just it. I think that people sometimes just um, they like just the traditional, but I think it's fun to to step out and be like, for example, the maple pecan. You know, like you wouldn't necessarily think, oh, I really like that one. But they do. Pistachio and, and strawberry too. Like I, yeah. I can't even. I yeah. I I, I could never imagine what pistachio would taste like before I tried it. I never would have thought pistachio either. But I am very intrigued by that now too because I made these pistachio melting moment cookies and mm -hmm. I put them in there and then uh, did the well, white chocolate and then put the pistachios on the outside of the cookies mm -hmm. and everybody just said that was so good. So now is it like a white chocolate? Is it a, or is it a, is it just regular fudge with the pistachio in it? It's, or is it's, it, it's right. It's, right. it's regular fudge with, with pistachio. Interesting. Okay. Vanilla base, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it's just our base. It's our, it's our base, obviously without the chocolate. Okay. And right. then we, we, yeah, we, we use pistachio and then, um, the same with strawberry. So, Oh wow, this is those, yeah. Those two are are our most uh, out there flavors, but um, I, I, they're great. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. That's so true. And I mean, so you guys had talked about the uh, Valentine's Day packages, like mm -hmm. uh, deals that they can get. The, now, those are those just for Valentine's, or is those are those year round? Are they something no, those that are, is, those are those are always available? Yeah, yep. always available. Okay, because I think that is a great idea. If somebody is unfamiliar with getting something get the whole bundle because I think you might find that they might have tried to say, let's say peanut brittle someplace else, but this is a whole different ball game when you're talking about coming from where you guys are at with making this. Yep. And yep. I think that that would give them an, an opportunity to try it and taste it with that. And the caramel corn is fantastic. Yeah. That's you guys, that sampler is the best because you get a sample and then if you really want to go for it we also uh offer okay. another uh, another one that is six slices a bucket of caramel horn a uh, mm -hmm. large bag of taffy and then a peanut brittle there you go yeah mm -hmm. it's like go big or go home exactly. <laughs> right? exactly. I mean, you might as well yeah. uh do you guys have a best seller 
Yeah, fudge. Just fudge. Fudge is, fudge. is is there a particular fudge that is a bestseller? I'd say that um, just the plain chocolate is just you know. Yep, chocolate peanut butter, chocolate and chocolate peanut butter are and the chocolate biggest. pecan and basically the chocolate flavors. Yeah. You know, you can't. It's it's crazy to think that people just love chocolate so much, but boy, do they. And yeah. everyone everyone loves sea salt caramel too. I yes, mean, yes, yeah. and that is a huge one, and I. Um, myself, I'm not a huge, uh, caramel fan myself, but the girls that I work with, I always am required to bring them back sea salt, caramel fudge. And mm -hmm. it is like, I, I, it, they will not, they find out I've gone and not brought it. They're pissed at me. So they, they like <laughs> to have that. That is a huge one. Do you guys look into new opportunities for new flavors? Um, so we actually, uh, debuted a new flavor this year, our Michigan cherry chocolate, um, so basically, I mean, you know, people associate cherries with Michigan um, yes. pretty for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, so basically everybody, customers been coming in requesting cherry, requesting cherry. Um, and so we listened, uh, it's been a huge hit. Um, definitely. I would say now that you talk about our best sellers too, I have probably been putting a slice of the Michigan chocolate cherry in almost every box that I've sent out. Um, wow. so that one has been like a huge hit more, yeah. more than I actually anticipated as well, but yeah. Um, it's going really well. So we don't, we don't make many new flavors uh, all the time. Um, but you know, when there's, when there's a, a big draw for something, we definitely, uh, we definitely want to get on top of it. Yeah. Have you, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, have you incorporated that into your ice cream as well? Um, well, we do, we have a, we have a black cherry ice cream. Okay. Okay. And so, and so that, yeah, that's what we love. Um, but I mean that Michigan, we've had cherry in the past and, mm -hmm um we've perfected it and now it's it's probably one of our top sellers as well yeah with, with ice with ice cream it kind of just it changes depending i don't know if all the shops have the same ice cream i don't we have yeah we all have the same ice cream but it's it's yeah it's it's like we use different cherries in in the fudge than we would use in the i don't think she's asking about cherry oh. ice cream i think she's talking about with new flavors and stuff right oh, oh yeah oh, yeah. oh okay <laughs> that's okay <laughs> that's okay <laughs> yeah, he's he's passionate about the cherries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we, I mean, we we sometimes switch in the in the like in the fall our ice creams, but we basically stay with the same most of the time. You know, the classics. if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and it's uh, it's funny because when I first started visiting the island, I mean, that's I mean, it was nonstop fudge I would get all the time, but now. It's ice cream. I just live for the ice cream. I love it. I love it so much because it's so good. And it's also great because you're like, eh, I don't feel bad because I'm walking or biking all around the island. So pick it out. Enjoy it while you have it. You'll work it off. I oh, yeah. A, I have about probably 10 spoonfuls a day. Oh, I, nice. I just sneak in there. I get the good mm -hmm. stuff out, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm going to ask you, Andrew, with the uh, Pancake House. Now, I was very lucky. I got the last um, French toast of the season last year. Really? Oh, yeah, I was, I was probably there then. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny because we had I said, I want to go there for breakfast. And I was so excited to get it. And then I heard the girl at the end of the table asking, like, oh, no, she got the last one. And I was kind of like, oh, it was so good, by the way. Uh, the Pancake House, I mean, it's it's an island staple. And um, can you share with the listener um, where you are located at, if they're not familiar, and what you guys have to offer there? Yeah, so I'm located right off the uh, the uh, 
the fairy, the I guess the, it's the, main, the main Mackinac City Ferry Dock. So yeah. like the main one, right when you get off, right the, off to the right, right in the middle of town, right, right between the ferry dock and the Pink Pony, right yep. between them. And then, um, I, I mean, I, I do breakfast and lunch. Obviously, we know, we're known for our breakfast. Yeah, you can't mm -hmm. go wrong with anything on the menu. No, nope. we have, we also do serve serve lunch. We open at seven, so we're the, I think the first restaurant open, um, on the okay. in the morning mm -hmm. and then. We close around three, but we do have a good lunch. We do breakfast and lunch all day. Yeah. Um, I've, I was actually, I, it was my first restaurant job. I was a server there when I was 19 and now I'm 31 and I'm, and I'm been the manager there for three years. It's yeah. Like, I, I love it. So I love working there. It's yeah. Just, you know, small greasy spoon, but we work hard, mm -hmm. you know, and like, we love I it. I got to say, I mean, uh, we've been watching at our house a lot of diners, drive-ins, and dives. And I mm -hmm. swear to God, you guys, I, I'm shocked that they've not come up there to come to, whether it be the fudge or, like, even to the pancake house. Because that, to me, is, like, screams it. Because it's so good. It's just your staple, like, good diner food. Like, it's so good. Mm -hmm. Like, you cannot go wrong when you go in there. And your menu is not over the top but it's really good you know you're going to get a nice portion and the pricing is very very reasonable as well too that's the other yeah. thing for people to know too with that you get a good point you have a lot of, i mean you're literally exercising on the island whatever you do mm -hmm. so you, i mean you get a good you come in you get a good portion you don't need a to good justify meal, a good meal and then yet you, you know go out yep. bike well, I would just like to say that if you'd like to get breakfast, <laughs> you should probably come to the Seabiscuit Cabinet yes. at 8 a.m. and get a, get a house-made Bloody Mary prepared by yours truly. Um, well, that was going to be next. I was going to ask you, Emily, to share for those that are unfamiliar with the Seabiscuit Cafe and where you are located and what kind of food options you have there. You also have amazing drink options, too. Yeah. So can yeah. you share with a listener about that? It's a nonstop thrill ride over at the Sea Biscuit. Yes, it um, is. We do we do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, so breakfast from eight to eleven, uh, yeah. and then you know lunch, pretty much lunch and our like dinner menu are the same thing. Uh, but we have a few different dinner features that are available after five o'clock. Um, but anyways, that being said, so we are well well known for our Bloody Marys, um, very well known for our Manmosa, uh, which oh, is that. Like so it's like, you know, we didn't come up with the manmosa, but I like to think we perfected it. Um, okay. So it's basically a mimosa, but we add mango rum and then a little bit of pineapple juice and we serve it in a glass larger than you're usually <laughs> accustomed to with a mimosa. So um, those are probably our two hottest sellers are the are the manmosa and then the, uh, the Bloody Mary if you're looking for a daytime cocktail. Um, but we do have a full like specialty cocktail list that um, myself and then my bar manager, you know, we kind of tweak every year. Um, we have tons of Michigan craft beer. Um, and then I would say our one of our hot ticket uh, drinks would be the Shambong, uh, which if you're not familiar with, uh, it's <laughs> like a it's like a tapered champagne flute. So you basically do like a shot of a glass of champagne. Um, and it's like a huge island thing. Like everybody, everybody loves it. Um, it's been at the Sea Biscuit for years and years. Um, so if you're ever just looking for something quick, if you're, you know, act like you forgot something at your hotel room and you want to go pop into the sea biscuit, <laughs> uh, throw a tent on the bar and ask for a shambong and we'll take good care of you. Um, oh. but our food, our food is awesome too. Um, we make a lot of great sandwiches. I think that's my, probably one of my favorite things is definitely, uh, 
just our list of sandwiches, honestly. And I'm trying to remember, do you guys also do music sometimes there as well, too? Do you guys have music there? Have you done that in the past? Or no, is that... we're, just, we're just a little bit too small. Yeah. Um, we are definitely one of the smallest restaurants on the island. Um, so you'll see, you know, most times if you walk past the Seabiscuit and it's not jam packed, then it's, it's kind of a strange thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, we really, we really make use of the space that we have, you know, so we don't really have space for, for live music. Um, but you know, we've had music in the past at our, at one of our other places, um, well at the ice house barbecue behind mm -hmm. the Island house yep. and then, and then also Mary's, Mary's draft house. Yeah. Um, you know, we actually had, you know, a house band, the draft house boys that were there for a while, but we stopped at um during you know pandemic, so. if you come into the sea biscuit though you can probably ask and i'm sure several of my staff members will sing for you oh i love it that's fun <laughs> i do i love your bar area at the sea biscuit i my one girlfriend and i we were up there uh, this was years ago and um uh, i believe we we definitely sampled a lot of your martinis mm -hmm. <laughs> we yeah, took you... advantage of that it was yeah, very she said good we sampled them. <laughs> yeah sam we tried them out they it were very, very good Mm-hmm. We were we were luckily we were within walking distance to where we were staying. So that was nice. But it was I don't think we anticipated doing that, which is always a great day with that. But I do have to say <laughs> Yeah. You guys do always have a line out there. So if somebody is wanting to go there, do you take reservations or do you just put your name in on the list? So just because of the nature of uh of the island and the way things work, we're we are just too small to take reservations, you know. Absolutely. People people will make reservations at three four different places and then not show up to three yeah. of them. So it's like you know we we try to we we get people in as quickly as we possibly can. It's really never that long of a wait unless maybe it's like the middle of July. Um, but we we will take reservations for parties of ten or larger just because we need to plan for the space yes. for where they're going to fit. So we're always happy to take a phone call. Um, we don't take them online so if you make a reservation online it is not the right thing you just got to call up to the restaurant and we'll and we'll set you up nice and, and at the pancake house i mean everyone knows i always have a line or just mm -hmm. people gathered around and so so many people just skip over oh you're always so busy there it's i always tell people it's only gonna be 15 minutes i it know is. i know there's a thousand people outside right and you're now you're gonna wait anywhere and you go and, so. and mm -hmm. i'm like i'm just like you know have your whole party here and mm -hmm. it's gonna be 15 minutes and like they're, they're like oh yeah okay but mm -hmm. and then they, and they're like wow I think that's yeah. I think that's the one. I, unfortunately, I was there one time, not not at either of your places, but my mom and I were waiting um, to get a place actually to sit out on the pink pony patio, uh -huh. and I was so impressed with the girl that was handling it because the guy there was trying to ask her if he if they could move the umbrella tables together, and she's like, no, you know, she was trying to talk with them, and then this was. This was at 12 o'clock. This was on a Saturday. This was prime season. And mm -hmm. he was mad at the wait time. And she handled it very well. And we, after he left, like she put his name in to go in because he wanted to be down there, but they ended up putting him in another place. I made sure to tell her, I said, you handled that really well. I think that's something that I really try and tell people is that you have to remember that this is a any place that you're going. This is, you know, you've got all your restaurants right there. If you're coming in there, just be patient. You you have to wait sometimes. <clears throat> Don't get irritated with the staff. You know, it's it's a busy time, especially if you're in peak season, you know? And I don't know if things have kind of started to, um, with staff-wise, even out a little bit with COVID, I know that there was some, you know, problems with that. And 
Um, I, I just, I really try to encourage people, you know, just chill. Don't everybody's, everybody's on the same agenda, you know? I think and at the end of the day, it's, I, I think if I could uh, give just one little, one little tidbit about, I've been in the service industry since I was 14 years old. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. 20. So I've been doing this for the better part of my life. Uh, and I like to think I'm pretty good at it. At the end of the day, it's just food and drinks. Yes. Yes. So like, just be kind to one another and I guarantee you we'll be kind right back. And we, we want you to come eat at our places. We want you to have, we want you to have the best experience. We want you to tell everybody what a great time you had. So Absolutely. It's like, we're all there. We're all there to accomplish the same thing and a little bit of kindness, especially in this day and age goes a long way. So agreed 100%. And I mean, you can just sit outside and enjoy the scenery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can make it, you can make any, any, any sort of staff stay just saying you're doing a great job. It yeah. really, yes. I mean, it, uh, people say it goes a long way. It really does. It can make somebody's day, honestly. Mm-hmm. It does. Be, be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they work really hard. And and I yeah. try to encourage people to really look to, uh, I don't, uh, because I'm always, I've noticed this in the past that, you know, a lot of times on their name tags, it says where they're from. Mm-hmm. And if they're not too busy, if you can t- even take a moment and ask them where they're from or if they're, and and I, I think that that is always an interesting story here to hear, too, with some of the kids that it's their first season or they just, you know, I, I love hearing that. I think it's great. If they're not overwhelmed, I like to try and do that, you know. Yeah. yeah it's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's and again, like I was saying earlier, it's like people come from people come from all over like this. This past season I had. Um, you know, one of my servers or what, uh, two of my hosts are from Turkey, you know, people in my kitchen are from, we're from St. Thomas, Jamaica, Mexico, oh, yeah. all of, you know, I have people working for me all over from, you know, all over the country. It's just like, it's, we really are, it's, it's a melting pot on Magna Island. And it's like, where else do you get to, you know, meet people from all different walks of life and, and just in one tiny little island, you know, so mm-hmm. um, there's there's a lot to be learned about people on that island, I would say. I agree. That's that's what's so great. Do you guys have any exciting plans for not only for Ribas or for the Pancake House and Seabiscuit this coming season? Is there anything new and exciting coming for you guys that you would like to share? I wouldn't say necessarily anything that we're like bursting at the seams about, um, but you we can, keep that stuff under wraps. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we need to. We need people to be wowed when, when we finally yes. do. Um, but you can always come in and you can say hi to any of us at any of our locations. You're you are bound to find a family member at any of our at any of our locations. Any of our businesses that you um, go to, there's at least one family member. Yeah, you'll find any of Andrew's uncles in the fudge shops or um, his cousin Eden. She works down in the Den location or the, uh, sorry, the mall location down by uh, Mary's Draft House and Bistro. Um, okay. she, she's kind of started up a TikTok account to like teach people about the family's history and to kind of just give people into the glimpse of like the daily life of, you know, somebody working at a fudge shop on Macna Island. And um, so we're working on getting that, you know, um, working on getting that more popular so people can kind of like get a better taste for what we what we do. Yeah. Um, and learn a little bit about our, our little story, so. And I love that. And I do love that your um, shops, um, I actually have above me in here um, from Larissa Flynn, uh, the one that's got the pancake house. It was the like, she sent me a little postcard and it's got, you know, it's like, it's your pink awning and stuff. And I, I love all of your, your pink decor in there. It's just, it's very nostalgic. I feel like with, with going that you guys have going on with it. Um, now, 
on a side note, is there anything that you guys like to do like on an off day when you're on the island that you would encourage anybody to consider doing, whether they're a newbie or a novice of going to the island? Is there anything you would recommend them to do? Well, something that we do literally every day without fail is we walk our dogs. Honestly, uh -huh. the the island is a haven for your dog. If you yeah. want to bring it, I mean, there, there's 80 miles of trails, you know, we go off and, you know, they just go running out in the woods. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of pet friendly places to eat on the island. Yeah. One of our one of our places, the ice house behind uh -huh. the um, behind the island house hotel. Yeah, well, that we'll is absolutely, absolutely bring your dogs yeah. to, to dine back there. And that's the thing, too, is like we see many people bringing their dogs um, and like we we own two dogs, obviously. So, you know, we are we're all about it. But at the same time, it's like if you're going to bring your dogs there, get off Main Street. Yeah. Yes. Like first and foremost, look twice before you cross Main Street. Um, don't walk in the middle. It is still, I always tell people that they always roll their eyes at me when I say it is a state highway and they're like, okay, but I'm like, okay, do you want to get in front of horses, a yeah. dray that's full of kegs and packages, you know, like it's have respect for, for the people that live here and for the business that we're doing here, first and foremost, but second of all, with dogs, there is so much to do on the island. If you just grab a map from the tourism bureau, stop it, you know, come have breakfast or lunch at the Seabiscuit or the Pancake House and then ask us, ask anybody on our staff, like, where should we go? And we are happy to let you know. Yes. So we love talk. We love talking about the island. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. I'm, I'm known for taking a map and taking a permanent marker and drawing you exactly the walk that I take every day with my dogs. So, and that's, that's actually a great point that to bring that on, because I do know that there are some dog friendly places, but I've not had talked to anybody that, you know, does that with the dogs. So that's, that's an excellent point. Yeah. Thank oh, you for sharing we, that. We yeah. See we see a lot of them. Most, yeah, most people I recommend just like bring your dog. If you're staying at a hotel, just put your dog in like a, like a travel crate or something while you're having lunch and then go back and then your dog will not be disappointed. Trust me. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, you'll, it's, it just, is, it just is the way it is. So either go to the ice house or, you know, just, just keep them behind a closed door, <laughs> door for a minute. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of stimuli on the Island too. So it's, yeah. you know, horses can be quite a sight for, uh, for a dog that has never seen them. Right. Yes. That is so true with that. Yeah. And do you guys have a favorite season on the island? Definitely fall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it slows down a little bit. The colors on the island are unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I the mean, weather, the weather still is actually pretty nice yeah. during the fall too. I'd say it's, we get more of like a, we get more of like a, I guess you would call an Indian summer up there. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, it's in the first like month, month and a half or so it's, it's rainy, it's chilly, it's windy, you know, um, but once June hits and it's and it's underway, it's 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 perfect. So yeah. I'd say like September, like mid to late September, even early October, you can't go wrong. Just bring a rain jacket. Yes, that's so yeah. true. Yeah. And you know what? We've been very lucky. I mean, I feel like the weather has been perfect for us the last few Octobers that we've come up there and I've loved it. Yeah. 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 And you do. Lucky. Yes, very lucky. I know, but we deal with a lot of rain. Yes, yeah, we had a little bit, but it wasn't. It, it, we were very, very happy. So I mean, but you're right. Yeah, bring your raincoat. Just prepare that you have that. Is there anything else you can think of that you would like to share with the listener? Uh, just, just a shameless plug to uh, sign up for our 906 rewards. Um, it's so it's our it's our uh, specific rewards program for any island house business which includes ribas fudge shops pancake house uh sea biscuit mary's bistro um even if you go rent bikes in front of the island house um it's and it's 
people always think that like it's it may be like a little bit too gimmicky they're like oh, i don't really know but i'm like please do it because yeah. honestly you're saving yourself money you get 10 percent back on anything that you get at any of our uh I, hold on you get 10 percent back for anything that you buy in any of our restaurants you get five percent back for lodging at the uh either the pine cottage or the island house so i mean it's just a good it's a good way to you know obviously let people know about what we have to offer but at the same time it's like you're literally just saving yourself money you're going to get maybe an email every now and again to remind you to to get your treats um or about island updates events specials packages things like that holiday reminders um but at the end of the day you're doing yourself a disservice to not sign up for 906 that goes for people that live on the island and visitors to the island so you get five signing up yep you get five yeah. just signing up as well yeah yeah and then remind the listener how they um redeem that how would they go about redeeming that uh i mean you can go to any of our businesses and just use it on i mean any any anything at any of our businesses yeah at the at the end of, so basically at the end of your you know at the end of your meal at the pancake house your server is going to come up with a check you just write your phone number down at the bottom of it they're going to go we have our little tablets you know and basically you can just continue to add points on just let us know if you want to add points or if you want to redeem points so that way we can obviously, you know, uh, do what you'd like us to do. Yeah. Um, and we can help you sign up right there too. Yeah. yeah. Super easy. Like, please don't it is like super easy. If people have not done it, they're not taking advantage of it. it. It's, it takes, it's, it's it very takes, easy. Seriously, seriously, just a moment. You, know, you get a pen yeah. with your check anyways to sign your receipt. So it's like, you might as well just do it. Um, and then like, if you're buying fudge online, for instance, we don't necessarily, we're still kind of in the earlier, like, you know stages of the of the website so it's not exactly the way that we want it to be in terms of user friendliness but there's a place for customer notes and you can just let us know like there's a spot to enter in your 906 rewards number but if mm -hmm. you would like to redeem just let us know on there and then we can go back and actually refund you money based on how much money you would like to use out of your account so yeah that's great. I, I appreciate you guys bringing that up. I've talked about it, but you explaining it better because you know it better than I do. So that's great that you guys have put that out there because it is a wonderful rewards program and it's it's silly for somebody to not use it because you have it at a lot of places there on the island and it's all stated below there where it is available what you could mm -hmm. do and if they don't they can just like you said ask the server ask you go from there and anybody is going to be helpful in doing that information yeah, and your and your points don't expire yeah. either so yeah that's great about it well Emily had to relinquish her membership when she started yeah, that's true. I, was, I was a, I was a, a loyal 906 member. <laughs> oh, and that was yeah, done to, and void and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I made sure we were at uh, Mary's a couple summers ago and they were and they were getting ready to. And I'm like, no, 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 I've got my 906. So I got everybody's points. So <laughs> I was like, I'll take those. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was very happy to do that. So. Well, Andrew and Emily, I can't thank you enough for coming on here and sharing with everyone. This this means a lot. And uh, everybody has so many questions about a lot of the stuff that you guys were able to answer and share with them all. And it, it really has been uh, great to be able to get this information out for new people coming or even, like I said, veterans that are familiar with the island. It just allows them to get an idea of from some different insights of it. So thank you for coming on here and sharing with everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having us. And if yes have any other questions you know you know where to find us in the summer so uh know. yes i will definitely be stalking you down <laughs> be like yeah, i no, wish we'd not, not have done that yeah, no, yeah we, 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 lo we love it so yes <laughs> thank you so much yeah. yeah absolutely how great are andrew and emily i just find it so fascinating to hear all that they get to do with the island their family history it was so 
enjoyable talking with them. And of course, it really makes me crave having some fudge right now. So if you have not had the opportunity to sign up for the 906 Rewards, please do so. It is a fantastic program. It really does save you money. It gives you so many rewards for it. There's so many businesses that are tied into it. I will have the link in the show notes for you to do that along within the blog post. Highly recommend for you to check that out and order the fudge for Valentine's Day. Actually, order it for even any holiday or just order it for right now too to take in. All right. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Totally Mackinac Island. I look forward to talking to you next week about our favorite place. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather. 